the Art of Leadership Network. Welcome to Lead Culture with Ginny Katrin, brought to you by Foresight, a podcast all about building confident leaders, extraordinary teams, and thriving cultures. The goal is to equip you to lead yourself well so you can lead others better. Thank you for choosing to listen today and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Lead Culture podcast where we are talking about all things leadership and culture. I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group, and glad to be with you today. You know, it is the middle of March when this episode is airing, and that is Women's History Month. And in fact, I'm recording this episode on International Women's Day. So I thought, you know what? We need to stop and talk about women in leadership. And today specifically, I want to talk about six qualities of a strong female leader. So hang on for that because I think it's really important for both men and women to see what are some healthy qualities of a strong female leader. So we're going to get to that here in a few minutes in the show. But before I do, I want to remind you all about the Art of Leadership Academy. You guys may know that Lead Culture is now a part of the Art of Leadership Network, the podcast network, and uh, we are thrilled to be a part of that. If you're a new listener because of the network, thank you for checking us out. And I hope that we are helping equip you to lead well and to build a thriving and healthy team. That is our heart here at Foresight. And I hope the podcast is helping you do that. But I want to make sure that you're aware of the Art of Leadership Academy. It is an online learning community with courses, strategies, and insights that you need to lead and to grow your church or your business. And so go to theartofleadershipacademy.com. You're going to get all of the details. I am one of the community leaders as a part of the academy, so you can also interact with me there. But it is just a fantastic place where you'll get access to a growing library of premium on-demand courses, monthly live coaching calls with Carrie Newhoff, and a staff training and premium community with other leaders facing similar challenges that you do. So check out theartofleadershipacademy.com to learn more and get instant access at a super low rate. In fact, right now, if you use code LEADCULTURE, you're going to get the introductory price of $297 for an individual plan. That's for the entire year. And that's $100 off the regular price. So if you sign up at theartofleadershipacademy.com before March 31st, 2022, and use code LEADCULTURE, you'll get $100 off. So I hope you will check that out because if you're like me, great leadership resources are such a necessity to leading well. And Carrie and his team have built a phenomenal resource for you there. So theartofleadershipacademy.com is where you go for that. So let's talk about six qualities of a strong female leader. Now, guys, I want to acknowledge and say, hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for still being here listening to this episode because I don't want you to check out from this. First of all, I want to say thank you to you for championing the women on your team. I hope you're doing that. And I suspect you're doing that. But I know that my development as a leader was very influenced by uh, guys on the team who are willing to invest in and support me and champion me. So your investment and support is really, really meaningful. Ladies, us doing this for one another and championing and supporting one another is really, really critical to building healthy teams, by the way, 
but really, really critical to helping us thrive in our leadership. So um, as you listen, you might notice some qualities of you know, the women on your team, and I want you to make a point to thank them for it. So whether men or women, as you observe the women on your team, as you see them embody some of these qualities, encourage them, thank them, support them, champion them, share this episode with other women leaders around you just to encourage them in some way. So we're talking about the qualities of a strong female leader. So what do we mean by strong, right? It's no surprise that strong is a word that we use to describe women who have risen to positions of leadership. Male and female alike recognize that women in positions of power must be strong in order to survive the pressure cooker that results in stats like 6.4% of women in Fortune 500 CEO positions, very small percentage in those seats. And that stat actually is up over 50% from like 2016, and it's tripled since 2008. So we've seen an increase in women in those upper echelons of leadership, but it's still a pretty small percentage. Now, we could argue all the reasons why that exists, but I think what we can agree on is that women who rise into greater levels of leadership responsibility typically are strong. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to look at, okay, what are the qualities that I see? You know, I can't explain all the reasons why the numbers are so thin and why women aren't in all of those positions. Like I said, we could argue that probably for days. What I have noted are six characteristics that are consistently present in strong women leaders. So whether you're a Fortune 500 CEO, an executive director of a nonprofit, middle management in a corporation, maybe a small business owner or you're a stay-at-home mom trying to wrangle your strong-willed toddler, these traits are essential to live and lead from a place of strength. So let's take a look at these together. The first one is self-awareness. Now, this is not going to come as a surprise because most of you, if you've listened to the podcast for a while or read some of my resources, you know that I really believe that self-awareness is critical for every leader. Leading ourselves well and seeking out feedback that alerts us to our blind spots and helps us identify areas of growth and development is incredibly vulnerable work. Dr. Pamela Butler, a clinical psychologist says, there is a person with whom you spend more time than any other, a person who has more influence over you and more ability to interfere with or to support your growth than anyone else. This ever-present companion is your own self. Yikes, right? In fact, let me read that again, because I think this is really important for all of us to hear, that there's a person with whom you spend more time than any other, a person who has more influence over you and more ability to interfere with or to support your growth than anyone else. This ever-present companion is your own self. So ladies, when we get frustrated that others aren't championing us when we wish that they would, which is, are, are not necessarily bad wishes, but we have to recognize that we have to be self-aware and we have to lead ourselves well. So self-awareness is essential to lead ourselves well and to lead others effectively. In order to strongly lead, we need to be exceptionally self-aware. And the challenge specifically for women is that we're so preoccupied trying to understand what others want or expect of us that we often overlook our own feelings or desires in an effort to achieve approval or success. So this is what I want you to think about. Like, 
are you lacking self-awareness because you're trying so hard to be what you think others expect you to be? Now, there's some wisdom in understanding the dynamics. And when you have a role and responsibilities, you need to understand the expectations of those. So I'm not trying to get crazy here with trying to be so singularly focused that you miss the awareness you need to have of your environment and the expectations of you. But sometimes we overlook our own feelings or desires in an effort to achieve approval or success. And we lack awareness of what really helps us thrive. Where do we find best energy and engagement? So strong women pay attention to what is going on within them so they can show up authentically. That's the statement I want you to hear about self-awareness is that strong women pay attention to what's going on within themselves. They're paying attention to all of those thoughts, feelings, and uh, reactions, you know, emotions, et cetera, so that they can show up authentically and show up at their best, right? So first one is self-awareness. The second one is self-assurance. With greater self-assurance, we can come to the leadership table more self-assured, right? Self-assurance is another way of saying that we are confident and centered, that we are confident and centered. We are in touch with our strengths and weaknesses, right? We're not trying to cover it all up or overcompensate. We're in touch with our strengths and weaknesses. We know what they are. We don't feel the need to overcompensate or cover up. We're quick to ask questions and eager to learn. We're confident in our skills and abilities. And more importantly, we're confident that we have what it takes to figure it out. It is an arrogance. It's confidence rooted in a healthy understanding of who we are and the history that has gotten us to where we are. And so ladies, this is a big one of we're not overcompensating and we're not covering up. We're quick to ask questions. We're eager to learn. So there's a humility yet in that posture, but we're confident in our skills and ability and we're confident that we can figure it out. And just that like level of self-assurance is what I often see from strong female leaders. Now, number three is connection. Strong women are connected. They value the relationships and the networks that have been a part of their story. They recognize the importance of every person who is a part of their journey so far, and they intentionally invest in others and seek to learn from others. Guys, this is really important because sometimes as a female leader, this is what I've observed about myself, is that sometimes it can feel so lonely that I'm working so hard to just survive that I will eliminate or reduce the opportunities for connection because I feel like I need to do all these other things to keep up. But I actually sabotage myself by not maintaining the importance of the connections. And I, and I love this part in particular about being intentional to recognize the importance of every person who is a part of our journey and then intentionally invest in others and seek to learn from others. This is so, so, so critical. Strong female leaders realize that their success is not their own, right? We're not self-made. There are other people who have supported us and championed us, even if that does, wasn't as many people as we thought or the people that we hoped it would be. I promise you that if you look around, there are people that have supported you. We're careful not to become isolated in our desire to prove ourselves, right? We know that obsessive pursuit of accomplishment unintentionally alienates others. I think that's big to hear because sometimes when we are like trying to achieve and prove our worth, we can unintentionally alienate others. And so I think that's really important. And this posture of quick pursuit of accomplishment, it will work for a quick bolt up the organizational chart, 
but it's undergirded by insecurity and it rarely leads to the strong connections that lead to long-term success. So it's really important we pay attention to that. I remember at a certain point in my career where I had a female leader who was a little bit ahead of me and I so longed for her support and just her attention. And I think she was so busy trying to pursue her own accomplishment. I don't think it was malicious. I don't think she was trying to be, you know, intentionally like edge me out. I think she was just so focused on what she was doing that she kind of alienated me in the process. I think I've probably done that myself along the way in that I'm just so fixated on what I'm trying to do that I'm not connecting with the other women around me or even with the women who are coming along behind me. And so I think it's really important for us to realize that obsessive pursuit of accomplishment unintentionally alienates others. And so connection is really, really key for us to succeed and to be strong female leaders. Number four is resilience. For many women aspiring to roles of leadership, being overlooked for a promotion or a key opportunity can be all that it takes to confirm our insecurities and suspicions of our inability to succeed. Now, Guys, I want you to hear this, the the guys that are listening to this, because insecurity and the suspicion of our inability to succeed plagues a lot of women leaders, not every woman leader, but a lot of female leaders wrestle with those feelings of insecurity and doubt. Should I be here? And especially if they're often the only one in the room or at the table, it's really easy to wonder if if I should be here. And so for many women aspiring to roles of leadership, being overlooked Um, for a promotion or an opportunity can be the thing that just confirms those insecurities and suspicions. Particularly if you're a female in a predominantly male environment, your ego can be so fragile that it only takes one rejection to completely reduce you to a comfortable or secure position. So a lot of times I will hear from guys who say, why, you know, I, I gave them opportunities and they wanted to stay in the role that they're in or I asked them to step up and lead this initiative and they declined. And oftentimes it's a reaction to a fear or insecurity. And so we stay in a position that feels comfortable. So ladies, I want you to be thinking about that and be aware of that. Maybe do you lack some resilience? If you get told no, if you get overlooked, don't let that hinder you from trying again. You may just need to learn from it. You may need to grow through it, but develop the resilience to keep after it. So strong women demonstrate resilience in the face of discouragement or defeat. They realize that a disappointment only identifies opportunities to learn, grow, and be better prepared for the next opportunity. They've learned to appropriately disconnect their identity from their work and not give up when they face a setback. So we've got to make sure we are developing our resilience as female leaders. Number five, patience. Right or wrong, good or bad, there will be times when being a female leader carries more challenges than maybe it ought to. You may be the first woman leading in your environment. You may be the only woman at the table. And as a result, you may have to field questions or help navigate conversations that might feel a bit archaic, maybe even a bit unnecessary. But strong women realize the moments when they're helping to make the way easier for other women who will come behind them. So it's going to take some patience to recognize, hey, I'm the first one here as a female. And that means I've got to help everybody else understand, you know, just the dynamics and how to work together. Strong women are patient to navigate the terrain of being the lone female at the table because they know they are making it better for other women in the future. That's the opportunity, you guys. So um, that patience of, 
you know, sometimes I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this or navigate this or be the first to do this. Uh, whether you like it or not, you are. And so recognize that that part of the opportunity is you are paving the way for others. And then number six is persistent. Strong women are committed to their goals. While the unexpected may circumvent their plans from time to time, they stay patient yet persistent in the pursuit of their dreams and goals. When circumstances like an unexpected job change for your spouse or maternity leave with your new child delay your goals for a season, you stay committed to your plan and you persistently chase opportunities that help you achieve those goals. You may have to reinvent or pivot, but your persistence leads to fulfillment. So I want to encourage you that that persistence piece, the pathway is always changing. It's not what we expected. We've all been impacted these last couple of years by the COVID craziness. And so that has shifted things and changed things. And so maybe some of those dreams and goals have been put on hold because of unexpected uh, dynamics with that. But stay patient and persistent. Stay after those goals. We have the opportunity, you guys, ladies, really, um, to impact our world in extraordinary ways. Each one of us has a sphere of influence that we are investing in each and every day. And we have the privilege to show up and lead with confidence and grace. So let's commit to these six things. Let's commit to being self-aware, being self-assured, creating connections, being resilient, being patient, and being persistent and commit to leading strong. I am cheering you on. Our team is cheering you on. And we want to continue to see women thrive and lead in extraordinary ways. And before you go, I want to announce because this, we have just opened registration for our next women in leadership group. So we do these twice a year. They're six month long cohorts for women in leadership roles. I've done these, you guys, for over 12 years now. Every group is phenomenal. Just women from all different types of leadership roles. It's a six-month virtual experience designed to help you thrive in your leadership and navigate challenges with wisdom and confidence. And we have extraordinary guest speakers who join us, people like Allie Worthington, Holly Tate from Leader is with us, Julie Pierce from the Foresight team facilitates and hosts, and she is remarkable. We've had past guests like Deanne Turner. And so you want to check this out. We've just opened registration. We have a limited number of spots. So once it's full, it's full, but it will launch in June and registration is open now. So go to getforesight.com. And if you go to the leadership tab under services, you'll find the women in leadership cohort there. And I encourage you to check that out because it is a phenomenal place for you to grow in your leadership in the safety of peers, other women who are walking through similar experiences and who can champion and encourage you along the way. So keep leading well, friends. I am glad that you were here and I hope that you will just continue to cultivate the clarity and confidence to lead well. Thank you for listening to the Lead Culture Podcast with Ginny Catron, brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at getforesight.com. That's the word podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you listen to quality podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from Lead Culture with Jenny Katrin. 
Your comments mean the world to us. So please consider taking a quick moment to rate and review our podcast. Remember, you need foresight for success. We'll see you next time. Thank you.